Toy Power Podcast is a free podcast made possible by the support of our awesome Patreon sponsors. Head to toypowerpodcast.com and see how you can help. everyone welcome into toy power podcast the show where we talk about toys and everything pop culture today it is trent here and it is very special to have your company today for this episode of toy power um it's a bit of a tough one i'll introduce everyone around the room so we've got ben in the room today and frank hello hello and clearly we're missing darren because unfortunately darren did pass away on uh, the 11th of september and so this is the first time back in the room and it mm. is a bit bit tough and a bit emotional and we're feeling it, but we did want to just touch base. And obviously, Darren would have wanted us to continue the show. That's what we're planning on doing. Yep. Toy Power is here to stay, and we'll keep talking about our love for toys. And hopefully through that, obviously, this show is never going to be quite the same without mm. Darren. We know that. We know he bought something super special from all the comments we've got from the fandom. But we're going to carry on as best as we can. Um, so this episode's a little bit about to kind of... I guess, give an update of where we're at, what we've been up to, what are our plans for the future, and, and a bit of a bit of, you know, some fun memories yeah. of Darren. We've reached out to a lot of friends, we've had a lot of feedback, and we'll run through some of those comments. We might as well put in the, the eulogy from the funeral service um, that just gives a beautiful sort of 10-minute summary of, of Darren and his life, so we'll play mm -hmm. that. And then we'll talk about what we're sort of excited about you know, into the future, what what we've been doing and, and some of the things that have happened maybe in the last month that we know Darren would have really enjoyed and really been excited to kind of see. So yeah. that's sort of how we're going to play it. Um, Frank, maybe you want to talk a little bit about what we've been up to, um, yeah. you know, in the last six weeks we've been been pretty busy yeah, with the project. Yeah, so basically, look, it's, uh, it's no secret Darren had a, uh, a very impressively amazing huge uh collection you know we we would often make the jokes when a figure would come out that we'd all get one and then we'd say darren how many are you buying um and we've now sort of encountered that firsthand <laughs> um you know at the request of his parents they sort of said look there's a lot of toys here you know you guys you know know this stuff far better than us can you give us a hand with this so that has been something we've been doing you know every other weekend more or less and you know we get a a few of us down there to just sort of help start sorting it out and seeing what's there. Um, I'm still not convinced these parents realize the va the sheer value, and I'm not going to reveal numbers because that's just inappropriate, but there is a staggering amount of value in the stuff that Darren has. And look, to concerns that people may have about us just, you know, profiting from this or fire-sailing it, that's not what any of this is about. This is about, you know, uh, making sure his parents are looked after, which was... Um, one of Darren's wishes. There's some footage, uh, which I can't talk about what show it's going to be on no, just yet, but right. <laughs> um, there is some footage where we actually have Darren on camera answering the hypothetical question of should he pass away, what what would he want to happen? So I think yeah. it's very timely that we have that um, and we are basically honouring honoring those wishes. Um, it's been tough work, you know, both emotionally and physically, I, I think. You know, at the end of these days we've had, and we've had multiples of them, 
um, you just you, you're drained really because and it's this you, weird. You're going through someone else's yeah. life. You know, you're going through someone else's property. You're going through someone else's gear. You, you, you're in someone else's house. Yeah. Like Darren lived with his parents. That's no uh, secret. So he never actually had the extent of showcasing his collection on shelving and in display cabinets and things. So we are going through a collection that's sort of just stacked per se, as you can uh, imagine that. And uh, it's it's very interesting and it is a bit, you know, sometimes you've got to be careful of the parents and things, you know, are we in a, their way or, you know, we don't want to take too much or we're yeah. touching personal items that, you know, belong to the family and not toy related and things. So we've got to tread lightly. Uh, but, uh, you know, it's all for the good cause, all for the, um, to help, you know, fund their future. Yeah. And, they're, they're, like exactly. and, and to look, reinvest into their, the Fissel family. Yeah, yeah. that's right. And, and I think, you know, part the part that's really difficult for me is that Darren was the primary carer for both his parents. 100%. And, and he worked in a space, you know, he was a social worker um, and he, he cared for his parents and he did... He did everything for them, you know, like in terms of, say, working the TV. He set up the most convoluted oh, man. setup I to still work. I still don't know how it works. And I remember <laughs> when I, I got a call very early on from Mary saying, oh, could you come over and please help us work out how to use yep. the TV? And I spent a, an hour and a half trying to get Foxtel yep. on the TV. It was that complicated yeah. in terms of, you know, I reckon I counted probably, you know, 15 remotes in that setup, <laughs> right? So he loved his multimedia, he had all yep. the game systems, everything connected. But, but he would do all that. Even the washing machine, they had a yeah. new washing machine. They didn't know how to use the washing machine. Darren did all that. He drove them to all their appointments. He did all the food shopping. Yep. So there's a real element here around, you know, making sure he was th- he was their only son. They didn't have any other kids. Um, they don't really have... savvy? No. Yeah. You know, they're, they're, they're elderly. They're living at home. Mm. But, you know, he was a carer. So it's making sure. So, you know, Leanne, my wife goes up once a week to check in on them, see what they need. Um, you know, we're, we're up there kind of every second week to, to check in and, and as needed, we'll go down and help them with, with various things. So mm. that's part of, you know, obviously, you know, there's, there's the toy side and the sorting and, and eventually the sale of that to, to help them with their retirement and, and with care and, and services mm. and all the things that they'll need. Um, but, but, you know, just making sure they're okay. That's another dimension on top of the toys yep. um, that, that we're going through. But you know, Leanne was there today and they're in really good spirits. Mm. You know, she goes, every time we're there, we, we get them lunch and, you know, get their, their order of, of what they want, bring it to them because they're not very mobile. They obviously can't drive. Except for your order for lunch that I forgot the other day. <laughs> yeah. We've come back and, and Scotty, our good friend, uh, Scotty M was uh, helping, has been helping as, as well as David Damage, of course. And we got, yeah, Mary and Jeff sorted. I've got stuff for Scotty, got stuff for me. And Scotty's like, did, did we miss something? I was like, what do you mean? What did Trent order? And I'm like, he didn't order anything because I didn't order for him. <laughs> so my apologies, man. Nah, it, it was all good, but it's it's um, it's it's amazing, kind of going you know going through the collection and and seeing you know obviously he talked a lot about what he had, and you know Frank's the the IT genius. He's he's developed like an app almost that you can you know we go through as we get items out. And we chronicle them and, and put them in this spreadsheet through, you, know, you can do it on your phone. It's, it's fantastic. Mm. And it, it, you've got like a pie chart going on that spreadsheet. Yeah, well, because it, it, we've got, because you put in the line and obviously the name, price and a few other things, 
And so you can go, well, show me the stats of the line in terms of a percentage, how much of it was Star Wars, how yep. much of it was Masters. And there's, I'll be honest, there's a bit of a fight between Star Wars and Masters at the moment. Everything else is sort of a distant third place. Um, I suspect, though, as we, we get further into it, Masters will uh, will take the very large Masters percentage of that pie. come out at the winner. But Star Wars was leading the, the, leading the race for a while mm-hmm. there. Black Series a was a, Black a big series. one. And it just makes you... Black Series hasn't been out for that long, right? Mm. And and I don't think I've seen a lot of Star Wars outside of Black Series in his collection. Um, I know he's got a bit of vintage stuff, and that will be vintage stuff predominantly from his childhood that he'll have. Mm. And he often talked about, you know, finding a lot of this stuff on clearance back in the, you know, the, the mid to late 80s and when that line was winding up with Power of the Force, you know, Emperor yep. for 99 cents on clearance, <laughs> that sort of thing. But yeah, Star Wars was actually leading the race and I think it's just in the last day that Masters has come in and just is pipping it yep. right now. Yep. So, yeah, no, that's that's interesting. Yeah, look, the other uh, thing that's happened in amongst all this, as uh, those who follow us on social media would know, we put up a GoFundMe in order to help uh, Darren's parents with the funeral costs, which are staggeringly expensive. Again, I'm not going to talk exact numbers, but um, we put up a thing and, and people responded, uh, an amazing response, both from people who knew Darren, perfect strangers, people who worked with Darren, uh, you know, I, I showed Mary and Jeff the, you know, some of the comments that people had left and indeed the, the dollar figure at the end and they were just, they didn't know what to say, you know. They were just like, this is all from, you know, the, the podcast? And I went, it's, I said, I don't think you quite understand the reach that we have on this show and and even, you know, speaking to people, uh, we had a, a local toy fair um, a few weeks back and people just coming up to us going, I never actually really interacted with Darren, but I feel like I've lost a friend. You know what I yeah, mean? I, I, yeah. I'm not going to have that conversation with him in my head every week that we used to have. So, um, so yeah, so that was amazing. Thank you to a number of other shows. Well, ben, do you want to talk to some of the shows that yes. sort of shouted us out and so, helped well, that? Massive uh, thanks to Geek Dudes. I think they were the first off the ranks to mm. uh, dedicate a special episode yes. to Darren. And a lot of those words from Fresh and... Uh, Dirty Uncle Mitch, uh, they they said it so perfectly that it's sort of like, wow, you know, good yep. luck anyone else trying to fit their words around uh, mm. these, the beautiful words that uh, those guys made. So thank you, Geek Dudes. Uh, then um, David Damage did a beautiful episode that uh, uh, archived from the uh, DVG yes. uh, radio, the show. radio show, yeah, radio show, so, yeah. Uh, which uh, you, Frank, were yeah. on and uh, talked about movies. So beautiful chat by uh, Davey and then it switched uh, second half to the radio show which was great just to hear Darren in his yep. regular element uh, talking about movies uh, having more facts than time to talk about them all. <laughs> yeah, uh, so I'll never forget that he came yeah. in with he goes I've got some notes and pulls out this like six, six page notepad and Davey's looked at me and I'm like I don't know you invited him like, <laughs> he did is, more preparation what... than Davey's done his entire radio career <laughs> this is what you get when you ask Darren to come on your show and talk it was like the 1990 Turtles movie yep. of course he's gonna like go he's gonna be prepared yeah, yeah, oh, yeah it was amazing right. <laughs> and uh, I did hear a lot of other little quick snippets from other podcasts uh, giving us a shout out and uh, wishing blessings uh one of those was definitely Toy Anxiety, mm, yep, so yep, special yep, thanks, thanks to them. Guys. And anyone else that uh, did a shout-out, uh, really, really big thanks. It was, uh, yeah, just a beautiful tribute, so mm, all yeah. around. Yeah, and, and look, I think, you know, Scotty's a big part of Toy Power. Yes. You know, obviously behind the scenes he does a lot. 
um and 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 on air you know he he is always lovely to have uh, scott on the show but scott has been like a rock you know and obviously you know he's very close with darren mm. um and you know it, it, when when it all happened obviously that was really really hard you know for everyone just to process it um but but scott's been amazing with his support and you know helping um mm. with, with whatever we need you know like he's he's amazing and davy as well you know davy always steps up and and helps out and and those guys have been incredible mm. with their you know their support emotionally just, just being yeah there. being just, there just and, rocking up and like, and, and, yeah. and lending a hand with whatever we need so you know to you guys um amazing uh, and we couldn't do this without you like you know it's um it, it's been tough but those guys have been great and and i think for everyone that's been that's felt an impact you know like the geek dudes they've listened to we, we've obviously had interactions with them mm. we've done crossover shows and we've we they, they chat online mm. they've chatted to darren and so forth but you know it's incredible they we never got the opportunity to meet in person you know That's because right. of covid yeah um and and those guys wanted to get down here for for a couple of toy events we've we've always planned on catching up and it, it unfortunately never happened and and it feels like we've been robbed of something there and and i really feel for for fresh and mitch for not having the opportunity to meet him but yep. having said that when you listen every week and, and you have those sort of interactions offline you do really feel like you're connecting and you know someone and to, to everyone that ex has experienced that that has listened to this show you know you will miss not having darren in this room and obviously we'll miss not mm. having him here we're not going to try and cover up for darren no. we can't we know that you know there, there was an element of enthusiasm and optimism and and his knowledge and his passion <laughs> that you just we, we cannot recreate no. right we can we can we can live the memories on um, and, and, you know, speak back to what he would be thinking or yep. what he would have done or what he did do and mm -hmm. how he did collect. Um, but, we'll, you know, that, that, that part of the show will, will always be in the back episodes yep. now. Um, but also, you know, to, to Trent's point, we, we want to get to that point where we can, you know, say, oh, Darren would have loved this or I reckon Darren would, would say this at this point and, you know, Darren would give the new Batman movie a 9.9 .9 out of out of 10 <laughs> sort of thing, like all those sorts of things and, and really try and enjoy and, um, you know, the how Darren would, would still be. So we're not going to pretend like he's not here. That's just, you know, we're not going to try and wipe him from existence or anything crazy like that. He's still a part of this show and I, I think to that end, our um our ending of the show with Darren's famous catchphrase. We're not. I look at that as you retire a a, a Guernsey of a famous player on a sports team. Yeah, that, that goes with him. Yes. And so you know we're not going to attempt to attempt to to do that either. Um. Yeah. All right. Should we jump into the eulogy? Is yeah. that Sort of just to you know mark it. Um, for those, and I know a lot of people did tune in. We had a lot of our patrons asking for the funeral details. Um, but if you didn't get a chance to hear it, I think it's it's a nice summary of his life. What you can do in ten minutes, I know it was a it's a hard task when you you're, you're told by the funeral director you've got ten minutes to speak, and, and you really have to sum someone up in that time. And and you know, I guess we could have spoken for for hours yeah. on it. Oh, you did amazing, um, man! Like this to, to clarify this this was all trend. You know, and and on the day, you know, we were all there, sort of, sort of front row supporting him. But he he wrote this whole thing, delivered it like a like, like someone a who, like yeah. a champion. You yeah. know, um, absolutely super polished. 
Um, so yeah, so sit back and enjoy um, this wonderful tribute to Darren. Well, Trent, I know you've got some special memories. You're a long-time friend of Darren. I'll ask you to come forward now. Thank you. Thanks, Doug. I'm Trent, uh, a good friend of Darren's. Um, and just to give you a bit of flavour, I first met Darren back in 2002 on the heman.org website, which is a forum for discussing the 1980s cartoon and toy property He-Man and the Masters of the Universe. As a child, Darren discovered He-Man through the 1982 cartoon series and immediately fell in love with the characters and stories of good versus evil. He gravitated towards the main hero who was able to transform from the meek Prince Adam into the most powerful man in the universe. He would raise aloft his magical sword and speak the words by the power of Grayskull. And even though He-Man was bestowed with immense power, he always retained his core beliefs of doing the right thing and helping others, which is a trait that Darren shared. Little Darren begged his mum Mary for a He-Man action figure. However, she'd said no. Even though, being, being the wonderful and thoughtful mum she was, she'd already bought it for him and stored it away. But Darren didn't know this, and he was desperate, desperate to get that action figure. So he turned to the one person who he knew could deliver the goods, Father Christmas. He visited Father Christmas that, that year in the Magic Cave, a place that he loved, the Magic Cave at John Martin's. And uh, he was a bit reticent to go in there with Mary because he thought that Mary might tell, tell Father Christmas no. So he, he tried to leave her waiting while he went in. But as luck would have it, on Christmas Day, the big guy and Mary and Jeff came through with He-Man. And Darren recounted this story to me as the happiest Christmas ever. And if you know Darren, you know he loved Christmas. I think this was one of the moments that definitely began Darren's love for cartoons, toys and popular culture that would last his entire life. In the early years of knowing Darren, we would talk regularly for, for hours on end on the phone, spend hours on the phone, and we'd meet up and go on toy hunts all across Adelaide. We'd visit markets and vintage toy shops, and we'd try and find toys from our childhoods. Over the years, I reckon Darren and I visited every store flea market, swap meet and convention we could get to. These trips were always a wonderful time to reminisce about our childhoods and Darren had a story for almost every toy that we came across. Toys for Darren were like a time machine and as much as Darren loved the Back to the Future movie franchise, he didn't need a DeLorean with a flux capacitor to travel back in time. Darren did this through his toys recalling with such precision these old stories. And even though I only met Darren when he was in his early 20s, through these stories I got to know him as a child. Darren loved the toy stores from his childhood, but he had a special fondness for John Martins, and in particular the toy department. He would often talk about when he got his own house, getting the same maroon carpet that they had in John Martins. And he'd talk about, if anyone remembers it, those double ramps that would go down and open up into a double room. 
Um, I know Scott here worked at, at Johnny's and he loved, he loved talking to you about that. Um, he could recall these visits with, with an uncanny precision like it was yesterday and I loved hearing all those stories and those memories. One day, Darren came to me and he recounted a traumatic childhood story about the day when one of his primary, ski, primary school teachers told the whole class the truth about Father Christmas. Distraught, Darren came home and told Mary and Jeff. And as upset as he was about this, there was a silver lining to this cloud because for the first time, Mary was able to tell Darren something very special, that his late grandfather had been Father Christmas at the John Martin's Magic Cave, that place he loved so much. A role that his grandfather began in 1964 and he did that with such love and dedication to the role. I know Mary you'd, and Jeff, you'd remember how fondly he took that role. And if you actually look back at some of the old photos, the archival photos, the prominent ones that you see from that time are, are of Mary's father, Darren's late grandfather, and he was so proud of that. And although Darren never met his grandfather in person, he was so proud to share that special bond with him, knowing that his grandfather had been able to bring joy to so many children over the years. Darren would often joke that having a grandfather that was also Father Christmas made him part elf, but always immensely proud. Darren loved comics and superheroes, and he shared his birth year with the first blockbuster superhero film to be released, Richard Donner's 1978 Superman, a film he would later watch in person with Helena, but with also with Margot Kidder, the actress who played Lois Lane in that film. Very special moment for Helena and Darren to see that at the Capri. And as much as Darren admired many DC superheroes, his favourite was Batman. From the Adam West 1966 television series, Darren was obsessed with the Cape Crusader. And Doug, you mentioned he was a night owl. He often shared a lot of uh, thoughts about Batman and he and how they shared those sort of similarities and how he was out there also helping the citizens of Adelaide with, with problems through his social work, which was, which was wonderful. In 1989, he would come to love a new version of Batman brought to life on the big screen by Michael Keaton and directed by Tim Burton. And I think he had that on VHS. Mary and Jeff, you might remember how often he watched that every night, every day when he came home from school. He would play that, play that movie. <laughs> yeah. Probably worn out, uh, I can imagine. Um, thankfully, uh, he had the DVDs and Blu-rays to follow. Darren, if you know Darren, you know he never liked to pick favourites. And I think for him it was impossible to split his love between Masters of the Universe and Batman. So he did something that was typical of Darren. He chose both. And he would always say to me, he would say, He-Man and Masters of the Universe is my favourite toy-based property and Batman is my favourite comic book-based property. And that's the way he got around that. He never had to choose between the two. And Darren was also drawn to the superheroes. He loved the superheroes. I know some people loved the villains, but Darren was a superhero guy. Characters that would serve and protect, defeat evil and bring hope to the world. And it is clear to me, and it's clear knowing Darren, 
that there was a lot of him that shared in those traits. He was selfless, kind, compassionate and caring. These traits were always a part of Darren's character and would become integral to his career as a social worker. And when his high school friend Jackie was diagnosed with cancer, he would visit her. And knowing that she was too sick to go to the Royal Adelaide show, he would go and buy her a show bag and bring it to her house. And it's just a story about how Darren was constantly thinking about others and finding ways to bring joy to their lives in tough times for them. After studying at TAFE and completing a Bachelor of Social Work with the University of South Australia, Darren began his career first as a lifeline crisis counsellor. And he took that, that role so, so seriously and he always wanted to help. And then he later joined, as, as Doug said, Uniting Communities, where he worked in with domestic violence and homelessness. And he, he helped those in need. He helped those people in their darkest hour in his typical kind and compassionate manner. So you can get a picture. Darren was like He-Man, like Batman, like Superman, the superhero to his friends, to his family and to the community out there. He loved working in a space where he could make a difference. And he was always wanting to learn and discover new skills, always training, always coming up with new ways to learn so he could provide the best service and the best care to those around him. He also spoke so fondly of the many wonderful colleagues he came in contact with during his career and the experience and knowledge that they would share. He was always so grateful. We'd speak about it often, how grateful he was for all your support. Darren and I regularly attended the Mega Toy Swap Meet at Wavell. It was the June of every year and it's the largest uh, second-hand toy convention in Australia and at some points in the Southern Hemisphere. And it always fell on or around the weekend of his birthday. So it was a very special time to celebrate his love of toys and pop culture and, and his birthday. Darren would always come to my house the night before and we would have dinner together and talk late into the night, maybe watch a DVD, maybe put some Batman on. If Darren arrived, you know, as Darren was a night owl, sometimes he'd arrive late after my kid's bedtime and they would beg Leanne and I to stay up till Darren arrives and we'd let them and he'd give them a big hug. They'd, they'd give him a big hug as he came in. And Darren was always one of their favourites because he took an interest in the things that they loved and he listened. And they would excitedly show him their toys that they had and he'd ask questions and they'd have a great chat. And in the morning when we left, Darren, polite as he always was, would thank Leanne for letting him stay, to which she would always say, any time, Darren, and remind him that he was like family to us. In 2011, Darren and I attended the Megatoy Swap Meet, and we got chatting to Ben Sachs over there, who was a vendor, and we became instant friends. We'd go over to Ben's house, catch up regularly and talk about toys, analyse the reveals, the new toys that were coming out from San Diego Comic-Con and New York Toy Fair. We'd chat into the night we just for hours and it was, it was a wonderful time. And then Ben introduced Darren and I to so many other people in the South Australian toy collecting community, including Frank Allen, 
Dave McClellan, Scotty and the SA Toy Collectors. We take it in turns of hosting trade days and whilst there, there were always, whilst there were always toys to be swapped, it became more about the friendships and the conversations that we all had together. And Darren felt so at home amongst this group of like-minded people and was instantly loved for his positive attitude, inclusive nature and his ability to recall in astounding detail these childhood memories. Darren was an integral part of this community and was adored, adored by everyone for his knowledge and passion. Darren lost his best friend, Steve Young, in 2013, and the Youngs are here. A loss that, as you'll know, he never recovered from. Darren honoured Steve's love for Star Wars by collecting the Star Wars Black Series figures that came out shortly after Steve's passing, and he knew that Steve would have loved these. He'd catch up regularly with Steve's widow, Helena, and the Youngs, and they'd commemorate Steve's passing in true style, often watching movies that they know Steve loved or would have loved. And Darren would talk about Steve often, remembering, like the service now and what we'll do after when we have coffee, remembering the wonderful times they shared together and keeping his memory and Steve's memory, as he always did, alive in his heart and in our hearts. One day in 2016, Darren came to me, he was over at my house and he said he was sitting on the couch and he said, we should start up a podcast about toys and pop culture. And he was clearly wanting to give something back and share his love and share his passion more broadly with the community that he cherished so dearly and with Ben and Frank on board and Davey as our an official fifth member, and Scotty, Toy Power was born, and the four of us took the conversations that Darren and I had been having for the last 15 years and put them out there for the world to hear. We would meet every fortnight to record two episodes, so two hours of, of recording every fortnight, and Darren would never miss it. I think he might have missed two recording sessions in 237 episodes that we put together. We interviewed so many wonderful guests, a lot of which don't reside here in South Australia, live interstate or overseas in the UK, Canada and the United States, and many of them requested the live stream details, so I know they're listening. We interviewed so many wonderful people, and Darren cherished these conversations and these discussions so much. I can't mention everyone, but to name a few, he, he met and talked to his long-time friends in person over video screen from the He-Man.org, the place we met all that time ago, but he was a proud member of. We interviewed Leanne Hanna, James Etock and Daniel Galerta. Incredibly talented filmmakers, Ilamo Olivio and Rob McCallum and Jay Bartlett. Darren was able to talk about all the things he loved and share that passion, passion with our listeners. When we launched our Patreon and Discord groups, Darren was so overwhelmed to know that the community out there came on board and contributed funds to help us with the show, to help us upgrade our equipment. 
He was blown away, and he'd say it often, he was blown away that people would actually pay money voluntarily to listen to the show that he just simply loved making. And I can say without a doubt that to each listener, patron and guest we had on the show over the last five years, Darren cherished you all. And he would talk about each and every one of you often, as the, the lads would attest to. He was so proud of what we had put together and he often spoke about how this show would be his legacy long after he was gone. The countless messages we have received over the last three weeks from this community and the broader community has been nothing short of incredible. The offers of love and support have been so touching and the many kind words that Darren, that you said about Darren have reinforced to us the special person that we already knew Darren to be. But listeners that had never met Darren, that had listened for 237 episodes, knew him, knew the sort of person he was. The kindest soul imaginable, eternally optimistic and always the gentleman. In the beautiful tribute episode of The Geek Dudes, released last week, Chris Fresh and Anthony Mitchell put so eloquently into words what we were all feeling and, and it was such a beautiful episode to, to listen back to. And it's something I know I can go back and listen to in future. But to borrow a phrase from that episode, they said, Darren was the best of us. Our listeners all provided comments, but to summarise what they said, Darren created such an inclusive environment where everyone was welcome. And as Dave said, losing Darren feels like losing a book that no one has copies of. Reading all the messages of love and support from all those that he touched has been so heartwarming and I find solace in the fact that he was loved and adored by those around him. He made an impact on people's lives. He enriched our lives with his caring and compassionate nature and his witty sense of humour. The world will not be the same without you, mate. I don't want to believe that you're gone. I don't want to think that I'll never sit in that recording studio with you again or listen to you laugh, listen to that passion or just hang out and talk for hours about the things we both love. I count myself so lucky to have been your friend for the last 20 years. To Mary and Jeff, I offer my deepest condolences for the loss of your beautiful son. He will be forever missed, always in our memories, and those memories will always be cherished, and he will be remembered by all of us with love. I would like to conclude with the words Darren would speak at the, at the end of every episode we recorded together. Stay safe, take care of yourselves and your loved ones, and until next time, good journey. That was terrific, wasn't it? Thank you so much for that, Trent. Not easy. I, we all appreciate that, but uh, it was wonderful. And uh, 
I know I said how Darren touched many, many lives. You brought it out just so well. Thank you. So, yeah, um, wow. Uh, what, how, how can you follow up on that? It's like, uh, we realise we don't want this... Um, I mean, it's always going to be an emotionally charged episode for us and for you guys as well. So we're going to try and uh, pivot a little bit to some happy uh, memories of Darren. We've well, got- this is something we couldn't put in the eulogy. Yeah. But um, are we allowed to break with convention here and drop, <laughs> a, drop, drop a few F-bombs and what, what have you? I think one of the... one of the, the Obviously, in Toy Power, part of... I have to tell a story. Toy Power was conceived... The idea of Toy Power was conceived by Darren. So the name, the yep. name Toy Power, sure. and a lot of a lot of what went, what went into how this show, what this show was about, and how we delivered the show was all Darren. Like mm. it, it was, it was his genesis, right? He came up with the idea of the podcast, as you heard in the eulogy. It was his idea to do the podcast, and I, I initially knocked him back. I think he came up with it a few years before that, and I'm like, why no would way. you want to do this? Like, this <laughs> makes no sense. I shut him down. Ridiculous. It, it took him two years of courage to build up, you know, to, to ask me again. No one will listen to this. <laughs> yeah, that's right. <laughs> but one of the things I think, he wanted it to be accessible. You know, Darren with the social worker yeah. angle, you know, it, this is an accessible show. We want it to be welcome to everyone. You know, whatever walk of life you come from, whether you collect, you know, one line, whether you collect a hundred lines, whether you just like toys, you don't even have to collect. Yep. He never wanted it to be about who's got the biggest collection or who's got you know the rarest items. It was just about the love and the passion, mm-hmm. and, and, and also not something that you had to sneak off and listen to by yourself so your kids yeah, didn't hear yeah. or you know you didn't have or, to wear headphones at work. Yeah, sort of thing. exactly. Right. And, yeah. that, that, and not, not that there's anything no, wrong with that. that. We, we love those shows, <laughs> yeah, so like, yeah. but that, that's what you know. <laughs> yeah. That's what that's what this show is about. So we made a conscious effort, okay, to keep swearing to a minimum, which we which we've done for the most part. We beep it out when we occasionally get a little bit loose, <laughs> but not so on the crossover <laughs> episodes where we do a day's video graveyard episode. That's where we can right? like just let our hair down we just can, a little bit. We can we can <laughs> de- delve into the you know our, bring out our Davy side in that. <laughs> And it was classic. We were doing one crossover episode one time, and Davey was really baiting Darren to 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 swear, and he was almost going, you, you know, you never swear. Why, why don't you swear? Like yep. just just you know, come on. And Darren just not not gonna Wouldn't not gonna it. take the bait. Wouldn't not gonna it. not gonna do it. No intention of swearing. Davey was getting a little bit you know frustrated, but having a bit of a laugh about it. And and of course f- throws over to Darren to sign off in his typical style. And he's like, take care, everyone. Yeah, thanks for listening. And good journey, motherfuckers. <laughs> <laughs> and just the... Oh, we all lost it. All lost it. <laughs> um, it was so well-timed. Like, it was comedic gold to just hold back <laughs> until that one moment yeah. and, and drop it at, at right at the end. And, and I think that's... Even though it's not technically a toy power moment, right. it's uh, it's considered one of the great, uh, great Darren masterpieces. <laughs> Look, uh, we also know that Darren was uh, famous for his uh, inability to choose. And when we say, right, you have to choose between this and that, Darren would somehow find a way to just sit on that fence perfectly. (laughs) Um, And so this is one of the more recent ones. I think our good friend Scotty M was doing the the quiz at that time. Yep, yep. And he'd he'd gone through the whole quiz and he's like, Darren, I've got a special question (laughs) just for you. You have, have, um, what is it? You had uh, six six bullets, five, uh, six gun chamber. Yeah, there's six bullets and there's seven uh, actors Bat- who have played yeah. Batman. Which one lives? You have to use all six bullets. You know, who goes first? And we're all going, oh, well, we'd say this one. And I think that the deal was we had to say, 
we we had to write think? down who yeah. do you think Darren's yes, gonna gonna you know what the order things. is who yeah. who who's left standing <laughs> out of all the actors who have played Batman on screen, uh, and then when it finally got to Darren's turn, quick as a, fla- quick as a flash, he goes. I turned the gun on myself. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and just, just it was, and we all laughed. And you look over just, at Darren, yeah. and he's almost half serious. Yeah, yeah. Like, <laughs> I think he was, he was sweating. You know, he like was. It was, uh, it was. So it was. There was that real byplay between trying to make him squirm because we know he hates choosing with one of his favorite characters of all time. He's like, nah, I'm just not. I'm, this yeah, is how yeah. I'm going to escape the yeah, question. Yeah, yeah, like. yeah. <laughs> one of my favorite memories was uh, the demise of Toys R Us right so, uh, yes. so we, we booked in a catch up session let's go to Toys R Us one last hurrah at Toys R Us the local Toys R Us store before it closes mm. officially closes so we all rock up and you know there's posters on the wall saying fixtures for sale you know big uh, 30, 30 to 50% off yep. everything you know come and grab a bargain and uh, Davey Damage was there um, absolute legend uh, that he is so it was the five of us and we're trying to take some photos of somber moments, you know, capturing the uh, the demise of the yep. the run that Toys R Us had. And I think every photo, you know, we'd we'd put this sad face on, and Darren's got a smile bigger than the Joker, you know, like, <laughs> just 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 because he's there. I'm at, I'm at, at a, a, toy, I'm at a store toy store with, with, with yeah. uh, you know some good friends, and I just it, yeah, it was just hilarious. Not something we picked up. In no, the, in no the moment, not in the, the moment, time. but, but then, looking back, then at, looking the back <laughs> at the photos, it's like, Darren, you're smiling and everything. <laughs> I, think, I think Dave even described it at one point. He goes, hey, so think of like, you know, straight out of Compton. We're going to do the black and white yeah, filter yeah, over yeah, this. Yeah. You know, it's a sad time. And then there's just Darren at the back, <laughs> yeah. just big smile on his face. Uh, like, every time. Yeah. <laughs> um, Webster 83 had one. And I can't remember, we used to, well, we, and we do a thing, Toy Power Tennis, hmm. where it's about, you know, yes. you, met, you, you get, you know, what's your what, name... DC multiverse characters from, you know, the Todd or whatever. And you got to just name them off, okay? And back and forth. Mm. And if you can't answer one, you're out. And I think we were doing one on, like, dinosaur names. Yeah, yeah, actual that's dinosaur right. names. And there it's called Bionotops. <laughs> <laughs> like, it was a real, it's a real dinosaur, you know, right? Like, yeah, Bionotops is an actual Cretaceous period dinosaur, <laughs> along with Turbodactyl and Tyrannosaurus Rex. Um, but, Tyrannosaurus Rex. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, they're all there. Yeah, they're, all, they're, all, they're all there. Hey, this yeah. is one that, that jumped out to me as we were looking through all these memories. The, the, the famous uh, Mass Charade, right? <laughs> Now, if I recall, it was me and Darren versus you two, where I just where we, we there was this debate: is it, is it mask charade or masquerade? Yeah, right in the lyrics of the famous uh, song. Well, ma- the, masquerade mask would make so much sense. Yes, it's called mask, right? But it's but mask charade. Yeah. Why would you use that? Anyway, we're not getting back into it again. <laughs> but essentially, there was just this point where I think it was largely Trent and I going backwards and forwards on this. And you, Ben, you, you'd... I said my Sharona. <laughs> yeah, yeah. You were just like, oh, I'm kind of staying out of yeah. this. And then I looked at Darren. He goes, no, it's my charade. Like, it has to be, right? And he was, he was, you could see him being torn. He's like, I don't want to tell my friend Trent that he's wrong, but he's wrong. <laughs> and he was just really like, oh, no, that's what it is. And I was like, cool, Darren yeah. agrees with me. Yeah. I'm out. That's, uh, I rest my case. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah, if Darren agrees, it's done. There's no, no further argument. <laughs> Oh dear. So yeah, so a few few more comments from um this is from our Patreons. Colin, who of course we we've had on the show. Um he described Darren as, as well rounded. He was the social worker, he was a political nerd, something that the two of them bonded over. 
um, but also the toy geek and, and everything he did, he did with his heart. And that's something that Colin will uh, will always remember for, for, uh, of Darren. Um, yeah, 100%. Couldn't agree more, mate. I like Jobra Commander's one there. When uh, Scott brought him all the He-Man... No, it was Webster 83 sent the yep, He-Man right. to uh, just before Christmas or whatever. Mm-hmm. Even in Christmas wrapping. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> and Darren, that was the first time Darren had a chance to in-person look at a He-Man. And we'd bounce to Darren. Darren, what do you think of this? And it'd just be, <laughs> Off it'd the just be silent. Like we, we, we had to do a lot of editing that episode to bring the episode back to a listenable, uh, you know, audio book. Because he was just off with the fairies, staring at yep. the thing, re- looking at the back of the packaging, just... And yeah. then even when we wouldn't throw to him, like, it'd just be, there'd be a bit of dead air, and Darren would come and go, I'm really sorry, guys, I've just <laughs> been, just, just look at this figure, would you? Yeah. It's amazing. Yeah. Just <laughs> gobsmacked at it. Yeah, Captain Wow. Uh, I, I, I remember this one, too. It was like... It was something like if you had to get rid of a toy line, you oh, had to an sacrifice entire line. Yeah, an yes. entire line. Yep. <laughs> he's gone. You know, he's like, I can't give up anything. And he came up with a, I think it was like a one figure from Robocop. It was like, it was yeah, like the, line, yes. had, the yeah. line had like three yeah. figures in it or something. We're all talking going, oh, I'd get rid of my Thundercats or yeah. Mask or, you know, Transformers or whatever it was. And he just goes, oh yeah, Robocop. And you just went, wait, is that the line with three figures in it, Darren? He's yep. like, yeah. Not, yeah. not the Kenner Robocop, the Toy Island Robocop. Yeah. That's, that's what it was. Yeah, yeah. Not even the Robocop everybody knows. The super obscure three-figure run of it. Like. Yeah, and one of, the, one of them was like some mascot. You know, um, yeah, it wasn't even part of the Robocop yeah, lore. It was right. from the TV show. Yeah. Oh. One I, I recall as well is uh, we decided let's do toys that... Wacky toys, like toys yeah, that yeah. just shouldn't have shouldn't been, been made, made type thing. So Trent's come in with we each had three. So yep. Trent's come in with the daddy that, saddle. We yes, all had an right. absolute um, <laughs> you know laugh at that. You had my pet rock, which was just classic. <laughs> uh, I had the the fug, fuggles or whatever they are. Those, oh, yes. um, yeah, yeah. those uh, soft toys with the real teeth <laughs> and things. Yep. And uh, we flip over to Darren. Commando turtles. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> uh, how did I military turtles. Military turtles. Yeah, yeah. How? Just, uh, don't, uh, and he goes, don't even get me started on height restrictions. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Five, five foot five. <laughs> He's reading like off the bio of the original turtle card bag, you know, like the heights. <laughs> uh, um, oh, and villain for hire, this is uh, Scott. Um, we did. We did want to do a Masters of the Universe Origins mm, review, review. Yep. but we didn't want Darren to know we were doing it, so we played it. Even we, like we went to the the effort of putting in a run sheet. We're mm. going to do a Godzilla episode. Yep, and we played it all the way up. You know, even Scotty, who's a Godzilla fan, mm. loves his Godzilla toys. Scott, we're going to get Scotty on because he knows his Godzilla mm-hmm. stuff. And then lo- at the last minute, we. Turn the tables, put it on the origins. Darren, can you just open that box to yep. your left there? Like, yeah. And it was all those. Scotty brought in all the origin figures, and we unboxed them all. And and it was because you know Darren sometimes was a bit reticent to bring forward an idea to the show because he didn't you know he did he wanted everyone to have their own say yep. and he didn't want to dominate anything. So he clearly had wanted to do this origins show, but probably hadn't you know brought it to the table yet. And just the smile on his face for that episode, I remember it. Yeah. How much he loved yep. doing that and yeah. being in that moment. Yeah. 
There's a few also comments we've seen about uh, Christmas. As we know, Darren had a, a big affinity for Christmas, and in particular, Father Christmas, as his grandfather had played, uh, you know, uh, was Father Christmas at uh, the, the local uh, Magic Cave, as it was, which is our big sort of Christmas display. Um, and, yeah, there was, um, I think, Does 10... Uh, actually shout out he had a, a bit of an interaction with Darren on Christmas Day I think does 10 sort of message the the page and said oh Merry Christmas guys and Darren's like oh Merry Christmas to you my friend and and he's like that one time on Christmas Day when Darren called me his friend despite the fact they to that point we had, you know they'd never interacted and stuff like <laughs> yeah amazing yeah yeah um, John Caulfield pointed out the time I think yeah with with origins and with the Kevin Smith cartoon and all that coming back there was just an episode where we were going through the news and, and he just would spontaneously yell out things like, Masters is back, baby! You know, and he just couldn't, you, you could tell he just couldn't contain his excitement for the fact it was, you know, he, he often talked about the fact... He'd he, seen Toy Lines die. Yeah, yeah and yeah, never no, come back. And then yep. and that, here it is, he Masters is his back. beloved, yep. yeah, yeah. And, and, and I'm so glad he got to see, you know, he got to see the first part of Revelation. Yep. He got to see the Origins toy line come back. You know, it, it, it wasn't mainstream here in Australia, but he could see all the photos of it mm-hmm. showing up in toy stores. And he knew, he knew, because he didn't just think about what he wanted, you know, from a toy line. Mm-hmm. He thought about what was good for the property as a whole. So he would love, you know, I know I did, and I know Fresh, yes, I, I did this, the the kids' version <laughs> the of He-Man, one, the yeah. Master of Universe, which I, <laughs> I've, I've watched and I like, and it's, it's a good show, and it does the right thing. But Darren... You know, he would have acknowledged that. He would have gone, look, it's 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 not necessarily my perfect version of what I would want Masters to be, hmm. but it's the perfect version of what Masters needs to be to get in the next generation, yep. and that's what yep. it was all yeah. about. He could see that. He he looked at things with a bigger picture, mm-hmm. with a big, big boy hat on. You e- know? Even stuff like Turtles Rise that we all went, <laughs> and he went, yeah, look, it's not for me, but it's good for someone. And yeah. we're just like, no, agree to disagree. But, you know, he was in, he probably even had good things to say about Thundercats Raw. Like, it's incredible, his positive outlook on everything that was pop culture. And BC Talk, that's what he pretty much says. Not a specific memory or moment, but he loved Darren's, ability to be positive he could never really be negative he'd always find you know the the, the positive hat yep, right you know lining, silver yeah. lining what what it meant and i think if you ever if you ever go back over the you know 200 plus episodes there might be a moment you know one or two moments where he's just gone there's nothing redeeming about this and you know that's it you know that's that's, that's you, a death knell it's a death knell yeah, if, he, if, he's, if he said that you're in you're in trouble um do you, do you guys remember that quiz that he you know darren had oh, darren's quizzes, quizzes with date out. orientated so he'd be like trent you know what what year did tongue lasher come out you know uh, Frank, uh, what year did um, you know uh, Hotspot come out, right? <laughs> ben, uh, tell me the characters that were made in toys from nine hundred two one zero. That's right. What? <laughs> what? Like, I just like what? And then I think we had a quick like round the room. Like I remember that girl. Yeah, you know. And I'm just like. <laughs> and then the next question was like, right, Trent. Um, what? You know, how many? Um, Belts are you know on the Ninja Turtles or whatever. I'm like, how do I? Yeah, let's well, just well, pause well, for well, a well. second. You're why picking on I, me. <laughs> why do I get some soapy TV <laughs> show thing? And then, you know, like just so. Oh, I but, just. But it's all the more impressive because he did. I don't think once nah. did he have notes yeah. for any. Yeah. Well, the re- if it was okay, Trent's turn to do a quiz on yeah. my turn. Yeah. We'd we'd make notes. Yeah. We'd do a bit yeah. of research the week before. 
Darren would walk in and just go, oh, it's my turn to do the quiz. And he would literally look around the room, <laughs> yeah. whether we were here in Ben's place or Trent's or my place, and he'd go, oh, Batman 89. Trent, what was the temperature <laughs> of the day when yeah. Batman 89 premiered in Los Angeles? Yeah. Like, he just was able to recall yeah. facts with unerring accuracy. And even our good friend Chris Fresh yep. tried to trip him up uh, when we chatted with him. I forget what it was about, but, you know, he was at odds with Darren saying... I think it was this, and Darren's like, oh, no, it, it was went, the year when Turtles aired. Right. Yeah. 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 yeah, and Darren's like, no, no, I think it was this. And but it was, and it, it, not only was Darren right, but it was the manner in yeah. which he was so polite. You know, it, like Fresh was like, he could have just owned me at any yeah. point and just you know <laughs> put me in my corner, but he didn't. He was just you know very soft. Yeah, yeah. I think I think if you I think, I think you think might five. <laughs> Whereas the rest of us are going, shut up, Chris, you're wrong. Like, oh. <laughs> uh. No, it's fantastic. Look, I, I did want to kind of end this episode. We, we've we've we haven't talked toys in a long time. In the yeah. sense, there's been so much that's happened yep. um, since we've recorded. So much great news and so many great figures. And and I know, you know, like went with the ultimate, like Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles Ultimates, and mm-hmm. they came out. You know, shortly after he'd passed away, there was the Wave Six reveals from Super Seven. And there was Scratch, you know, like every time you went into your toy room, yep. Frank, he'd, he'd, he'd make some you know, remark in jest yep. about taking your Scratch from yep. you or stealing your Scratch. And, and, and you know, to see that sort of thing and go, oh, here's the Scratch for, you know, that Darren would have mm-hmm. gotten, would have loved in his Ultimates collection and that sort of thing. There, there, look, there's just been so much wonderful toy news that's happened. And I'm sure a lot of the other, you know, like I've been keeping up with the Fush, you know, with Robo and his... Mm. Um, uh, you know the the weekly that he does and and all that. So I'm sure everyone's been you know getting their fill of of toy news. Um, but one thing I just I had to touch on um, that that's come up actually quite recently is there's a new toy company, a new mm. toy company which is really really exciting. Um, they're called Formo Toys, and if anyone knows um, their Masters of the Universe. You know the the people the, the the players. You know Emiliano Santalucia is is a massive player who's had a lot of involvement in in masters along the way so we've got a new toy company from formo we've also got pia browner who i think is part of the power and honor foundation so that's a a group that put out a catalog and preserves a lot of the material around he-man a lot of the artwork and all that sort of material but they're doing a a line that's going to feature at the luca 21 comic and games um expo which is in i think it's in italy um, Emiliano being being based in Italy, and they're doing a line called the Lords of Power, and it's like there's there's all these sort of like photos of the the prototype figures that are done in a grainy kind of like old Shadowy, yeah, yeah like, and um, this is sort of like what the line may have continued to be after Masters of the Universe finished in kind of like eighty seven with the the, the Bionotops and the Beasts and that Powers of Grey scale line. Um, so this is super exciting. There's like a Keldor character. I reckon there's there's almost like the um, the the artwork, the prototype artwork that got turned into Vicor. Mm-hmm. That, there's a figure yeah. like that. There's Shirella, I think, who is the Archer. Oh wow! In in from the Titus packaging. Yeah, from the Titus wow. packaging. I reckon okay. there's a Shirella. Yeah. And um, there's a there's this this guy looks cool in like kind of like the green. Ooh green armor with sort of beast man spikes and 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 i think this one yeah, is, is the shot but i think that's such a this is what darren would have loved yeah. darren always i mean he loved you know classics and origins and all that but you know what he would say he goes i i want i wanted 
the vintage line to do a Queen Marlena figure. You know, a, a, a shadow weaver figure. Yeah, you know, like yeah, yeah. Characters like Critter, you know, from um, that one episode, and Lizard Man, and, uh, yep. you know, Granita from uh, Princess Power, the Rock Lords. Uh, just, you know, figures that Scorpia, you know, the, the list goes on. I'm staring at my classics wall right now. Mm. Uh, but, uh, you know, he, he he really got off on those sort of, those releases of new characters to keep the line going. Yep. First to production, uh, plastic form, whatever. It just, mm. you know, really exciting, uh, excited him. And this is very, very exciting. And we know Emiliano is, you know, so passionate yep. that he's, oh, he's yeah. going to, he's an artist. Uh, but he worked on the 2000X comics. He works for Hasbro. He designs Transformers and things. So mm. he, he does have a um, foot in the door for creating oh, toys. Exactly. So and but he's huge. He's one of those super collectors of Master Universe, and uh, he um, yeah. You but know. to me, like I, I look, you know, you look at sort of origins now, right? Mattel doing origins, and you go, okay, they've got their mind in what we want, right? Mm. They they're, they're sort of they've they've done it. You know, they might not have done that in 2000 and X, right? They might have, you know, with Smashblade He-Man and, you know, Spinblade yeah, Skeletor, yeah. right? They had some missteps. But Origins, I think they're hitting more, you know, they're hitting a lot of home runs with that line. But when I look at them, these are just teaser shots of yeah. what Formo is doing with Lords of Power. But you can tell it's being done by the passionate people. Yeah, yeah. You, you look at history. that. Yeah, that's right. They mm. know it. They're, they're a fan. They're, they're, they're the, the mega fan, like, like the Darren level fan. Yeah. But they have the you know the skills the art like like Emiliano did all those card backs for the, the stations right yes the you know like yeah. he's super talented all the, a lot of the art for the Val Staples comic mm-hmm. that came out MV Creations yeah super super talented knows his toy industry that's all I mean we think I think that's fairly recent but that goes back to like two thousand and two he he did yep. all the artwork for the DVDs for yep. all the oh. uh, re releases of yeah, yeah. Not beautiful just, not just beautiful. masters but mask uh, transformers. Yep. Mm-hmm. All those 80s cartoons, uh, nice. chances are it's Emiliano's artwork on those uh, production samples. Yeah, so you might not know the name, but you've seen the work. You've seen exactly. the work. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 So well, wonderful. So I'm keeping it. If, if you haven't followed them on Facebook, Formo, F-O-R-M-O. So new new toy company, um, well worth checking out what they're going to be up to. And I think by the time this episode probably airs, that Luca 21 convention will have hit mm. and i reckon a lot of you will be seeing the images from that because it, yeah. it'll be it'll yeah. be super exciting nice and, and we've got a shout out so obviously masters was darren's passion for toy wise but what was darren's passion comic wise batman batman oh, and yep. we've got some trailers and things to oh, get it really man. excited for and i'm sure there's a darren watching up above uh, that uh, teaser trailer that we got uh, of the uh, 89 Batmobile almost uh, <laughs> you didn't uh, quite yeah. honestly everyone goes that shape everyone, and... I've heard people go have you seen the new Batman trailer and I'm like which one yes because yeah. people are referring to the Flashpoint right. which comes from the Flashpoint movie but the highlight is Batman yes you yeah. see you see you hear Michael Keaton's voice at the start you see the the full on cowl where he can't turn his head, and <laughs> yep. then you see uh, Ezra Miller about to you know whip the covers off a what is clearly an eighty nine Batmobile, yeah, and yep. then makes a sound that I'm sure all of us would. He's like, oh my god, <laughs> uh, perfect. Like I think Ezra Miller is leaves a bit to be desired as a human being, but he nailed that yes. reaction to revealing the car. I yes, think. amazing. I think we all could. I think anyone listening to this podcast could go into that set. 
and give the reaction. Well, they, that, you know, they, they listened just, to that episode where I got the uh, laser beast. And they based the whole thing off that, I reckon. Yeah. So, yeah. yeah. But even that, uh, the Matt Reeves trailer, yes. the, the final sort of trailer for that dropped, and that looks cool. Um, I, I love that uh, Colin Farrell penguin. Um, oh, didn't didn't recognise him at all. No, he was he's, him, he's, he's and it wasn't until like, we were talking about that before, and I'm yeah. like, where was the penguin? Yeah, so yeah, yeah. I mean, even I, it, yep. it uh, went over my head. Even I'm hoping uh, at some point so. in the movie he gets that, you know, like a bit like the Arkham the verse, Arkham where it's one. a coke bottle that's been jammed into his eye to give him that false right. monocle type yeah, thing. Yeah, yeah, so that's probably yeah. why he didn't recognise him because typically he has the, yeah. you know, the monocle. Oh, it was going. just so dark and flashy yes. and yeah, yeah. Uh, quick moving and things uh I, I like that sort of teaser trailer yep. because it doesn't give doesn't too much away too much. so then when i see the film it's yep. mostly new to me whereas yep. uh you know some of the ones where it gets closer to the event it's like oh man you've told you know, me the you've, whole story now yeah, yeah mm. you know let's here's a 15 minute aquaman trailer well <laughs> i know what i'm not watching tonight <laughs> you know? so anyway yeah what maybe you know like what has this experience, I know obviously we haven't been recording, we've been doing a lot of behind-the-scenes work mm. around the collection. What's been the impact for you about you know this whole experience that we've sort of gone through in the last two months, or six, month and a half? Has it, has it changed your perspective on toy collecting? Does it sort of put things in perspective obviously we're all mortal mm, right yeah you know we've all I, i've got i think about i mean just for an example i think about you know if i were to go mm. i've got a massive collection that someone has to deal with yep. like that that's yeah really front of mind now that i'm dealing with someone else's mm. i think that's a job for you know my yeah. poor wife or my kids yep. or, or something that has job, to do yeah. that and we're la- i mean in terms of this experience we know what we're dealing with but if you could imagine, say, Mary and Jeff going, okay, there, there's a lot of toys. We need them out of the house. Let's get a skip and into the skip they Oof. go. Like that That could have, I guess, mm. not that they... But we've got the experience to know how to kind of handle this. Mm. But not a lot of people necessarily will. Like my kids might not. Mm. And, and I know Leanne wouldn't have the first idea of what things are worth or even maybe how to look up the values of things. So it's, it certainly made that front of mind for me and my collection and maybe the curating part of that, you know, like, what I would say is I respect, you know, Ben and Frank. So, and I always have for your ability to have a room and a space and go, you know, once it's full, that's it. And if I want to get something new, something has to go or I have to rearrange it, but that's my mm. space that I'm working with. And I've always sort of probably had more the Darren mentality of like, you know, if I don't have space to display it, that's cool. I'll get it. So I've got it and put it, you know, in storage and I'll get it out when, when the time has come. So since, so I'll just give you a practical example of mm. maybe how things have changed for me. At my workspace now, I'm working from home predominantly, but I, I put a new display of toys in there and refresh it and nice. really enjoy right. the toys. I'm yeah, going nice, in, cool. yeah. I, I busted out all my vintage, ma- I've got a pretty much a complete vintage masters collection, missing a few bits like, you know, the laser powers and stuff, but I got it out of storage because I didn't mm. have it on display and I put it on display and I, got all the figures out and played with them and i'm being i'm i'm enjoying the collection a lot more yeah i'm, I'm opening stuff like i've got stuff and i'm going you know i've got some transformers from the 86 the latest sort of like yep. hasbro stuff and i'm like you're not doing any good in this packet yep i'm cranking you and i'm transforming yeah. you and i'm playing with you i'm going to put you on display and i'm going to enjoy and i've got like cup and hot rod and i've got an rc and i'm really 
enjoying it. Like I, yeah. I'm, I'm, I'm not just looking at mint on card figures. Mm. Do you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. So it's it's changed. It, it's it's awoken the thing in me that you know time is is limited, mm-hmm. and I've got this collection, and I want to enjoy it and get the most out of it. And what's yep. the best way to do that? Mm-hmm. So it's certainly been a, been a period of reflection for me and my collecting habits, what I collect, why I collect. And for me, thinking about the volume of stuff I've got and the best way to kind of enjoy that. And if I'm not, you know, moving it on and, and making sure that it's a curated collection. Yeah, yeah. Look, for me, it's probably the, um, you know, we, we've talked about it a couple of times, Darren's just inherent positivity with things. And now the 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 kids version of the Netflix He-Man show, as I'll call it, um, it would have been particularly after the disappointment that Team NT Rise was. It would have been super easy to go into that going, "Oh well, this is going to suck," but I'm going to give it, you know, two three episodes. And and there was just this sense of it was just like, "All right, I'm gonna I'm gonna try and wipe my mind of any sort of preconceptions and just go into it and just just see what happens." And and I think, you know, we've sort of said that Darren would just love it regardless. And I think there's a little bit of that sort of in the back of my mind. But at the same time, I was like, do you know what? I'm just going to take it for what it is and just be open to all possibilities. Okay, I didn't enjoy that fart joke that they just made, but you know, the the rest of it I thought was was really, really, really quite good um, for something that I was prepared to not enjoy. He just went, let's just choose to enjoy something. Yeah, you know, I think he that's something he he lived. Yeah, hundred percent. Yeah. Uh, for me, I've sort of uh, slowed down in the, um, you know, hitting the op shops and things like that. Like I, I'm, I, I'm sort of comfortable with my collection yeah. and things, and uh, seeing a collection that, um, you know, never got the opportunity to be displayed because it was so large. It's like, oh, I need to, you know, scale back a little bit. Uh, I need to stop buying things that maybe I've got no interest in. And and as Trent sort of said, like. Just be happy with the space I've got. Be happy with what I've got, so I don't um, fill it up in the sense that uh, I can't see what you know I want to display. You can't know, behind enjoy it. it. Yeah, mm. you can't enjoy it. Uh, it's it's also a question like, do I need to keep all every single card back and things that I I keep? <laughs> but also like, maybe kicking t- into gear. I need to start a spreadsheet. I need to have a frank set a mindset. You know. Hey, this, challenge um, accepted. Yeah, you know, <laughs> like Soundwave, I might have two or three of them or whatever. You know, I've got one that's boxed. I've got one that's complete. I've got one that's just a shell. Mm. You know, so that if someone, if if something does happen to me, I get in a car accident tomorrow or whatever, that they know, okay, there's a Soundwave somewhere that the weapons are somewhere in this room or mm-hmm. the weapons are somewhere, you know, stashed in a box. It might not be with the Transformers, but there's a box somewhere that has all the Transformers weapons in it. And you've got to label the box, and the box has to have a compartment. It has to be compartment C2. Come on, this is Uh, basic stuff. (laughs) I'm more of the Energon, uh, you know, formula. So, yeah. Uh, So, you know, just just that organisation piece uh, and just being a bit more organised and things and and something to hand over, you know, because I'll be honest, we were going through some of Darren's things and you'll find, like, you know, little candy wrappers, Marcy Universe candy wrappers that were exclusive to Australia that are worth probably $30 just the wrapper itself, mm. you know, packed in uh, somewhere where almost throw in the garbage bin scenario. Well, like, it could have been very easily been thrown out. Any, yes. Anyone yeah. else would have thought it's rubbish. That's yeah. right. Yeah. So, you know, yeah. just that cataloging would have, you know, 
to having to know all this, you know, and the storage of something that's precious, mm. uh, you know, without going into too much depth. Uh, and, but also, like, and I hate to end on a sad level, like, I, I'm still shocked. Like, I still think he's going to message me. You know, yeah, I, I still know, yeah, yeah. I still can't come to grips. You, you that, can't, no. You know, that um, we've lost a um, such a valuable person mm. uh, to the community, to the toy community, to our, you know, a podcast, uh, that sort yeah. of thing. Um, it, yeah, I had to read Trent's message five times before it sunk in, and then hand my phone over to read because I couldn't, couldn't verbally say, say anything. Why I was in such a shock space to my wife, you know, and she read the text and she's like, "Wow!" And 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 big thanks to our family and things who, whilst haven't, you know, I mean, aside from Trent and you know, to to a certain point, your wife that's you know um you know put up a lot of space to uh, house some of the um goods while they uh, are ready to pre- in preparation mode like mm. re has been a solid rock yep. yeah you know as uh, for me you know um and uh, just yeah just the, mean, the community you know going to toy fair that first yeah. time it's just i've never had so many hugs from people and things and yep. it was you know we'd yeah, it was just beautiful. Uh, the amount of personal messages mm-hmm. from everyone uh, checking in, you know, checking in my mental state, checking yes. in how you're doing. Yeah. Uh, you know, I'm just lucky that I work in such a high production workplace that I don't have the luxury to stop and think sometimes about mm-hmm. my personal life. I have to Keep be going. on the job. So that that's a bit of a saviour for me for those first few weeks. But, um, yeah, it is, it is hard. Yeah. Yeah. So... Yeah, and, yeah, yeah, and, I, and my workplace was a bit the same. You know, there's there's busy periods and quiet periods, but all, you know the the guys I work with all sort of even if they don't listen every week, they certainly follow the the, the page and the Twitter yeah. and stuff, and they obviously knew what had happened. And my boss was just like, "If you gotta you gotta take yeah. days off, then you do it. Like I'm not gonna you know I'm not gonna question that." So, um, yeah, but to the the broader toy community. <laughs> We say toy community and people think, oh, it's it's the people we know from around Adelaide. It's so much bigger than that. Yeah. And, yes. you know, we we had people at us for like, get, can we have the live stream details? We want to tune in for the for the, the service. And we were like, I think we did the maths and it was like 4 a.m. sort of like, you know, American time sort of thing. And there was, you know, a number of people who were like, yep, I'll be there for it. Like they didn't didn't even give it a second thought. So, yeah, it's... um. There's times like this that sort of show who your your real friends are. If that and and these are people we've never met face to face, and given COVID, we quite possibly never will. But um, yeah, it's it's amazing how any sort of community, let alone the toy community that we're proud to be a part of, how they come together in a in a time of need. So yeah, it's really really special. And I I also got to shout out Scotty who um, brought a um, Marcy Universe Origins He Man to the yes. funeral. And threw that on the uh, burial, um, you know, on the casket. Yeah, E-man, on the casket. Yeah. Yeah. Down. He yep. he yep. snuck that in, in, I think, in his wife's handbag. Didn't tell anyone. <laughs> and then uh, when everyone was uh, sprinkling the rose petals and saying their last goodbyes, uh, Scott um, sprinkled you know, some mochi. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. So you know, buried with toys like uh, oh, good. And uh, I think Davey brought a little uh, Batman and Robin badge as well for uh, the P. I just. The, the the you know going that extra mile yep. uh is just yeah just so beautiful um just uh, just goes to show the love for um our mate Darren so 100% yeah yeah and, and and thank you to everyone to all the listeners 
you know, he he loved he, he he almost couldn't comprehend the fact that people would listen to this show. He was so amazed. Yeah. Every yeah. time we'd get oh we'd get in touch with, you know, this person and they wanna you know, they want to speak to us. This person owns a toy company. Really? Yeah. They want to talk to us? Yeah, like, yeah, yeah. he viewed us as this little nothing show without sort of, I don't think, ever fully comprehending the sort of reach that, that we have. Yeah. No. So, no, thank you to everyone for all your support. It did mean the world. Like, it, I read every message that came in, and, and as it did everyone here, um, and, and, and I hopefully I tried to respond to everyone. And, and so thank you for your thoughts, for your, your well wishes. Like, it meant... It, it helped me get through personally. Like it, it was a really, you might just think it's, oh, you know, I don't know what to say. This is awkward. It's hard, but it, it all helped. Like everything, every little message, uh, every little comment, you know, it was all appreciated and, and, and it, and it helped me personally to get through it. And so it, it really, it does show to your point, Frank, that the quality of people that we know through this toy community. I mean, even, you know, like, I mean, there's just so many, I can't name yeah. them all, yeah. but I'm just names are springing to mind. The quality of people here, you know, and the way it's people pull together in these times is just really, really heartening, right? Cause there's mm. a lot of crap that goes on in the yeah. world and a lot of negativity. And this, you know, Darren being the person that he was, it's so heartwarming that, that people come together like this. It's, it's been wonderful. So I do, I do want to thank everyone. If you're listening to this episode, you, you have touched us in, in a way, touched Darren in a way for, for listening, for being part of that community. And it, it meant the world to him. It really, really did. It was a highlight of his life mm. doing this show and being part of the community. So it, 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 warms, it warms me to know he had this, this connection with people mm. and this outlet and he was able to, to live a big part of his dream and give back to the community. So thank you, everyone. I know this, is, this has been hard. Mm. You know, it's been hard. Um, and, and hopefully what, and I think what we will do probably after this episode is we've got a, a back catalog mm-hmm. of an episode we recorded without Darren in the room because he wasn't well, but before he had passed away and we didn't want to release that at the time because no. it didn't feel right. But probably the episode that comes after this will be that episode. It's got our, our good Patreon friend does 10. Mm-hmm. It's all about the toy store that he runs and, and it's, it's a really great chat with, with does 10. We want that to come out. So that'll probably be the next episode we release. And then um, we want to be, I mean, I want to be personally, I mean, I'm speaking for these guys here, but I want to be back in the swing of this. Yep. I, I want to get together with these guys, have a beer, have a scotch and, and talk toys, talk reveals and um, talk the nostalgia and, and really em- embrace the love of, of the passion because uh, of our passion for toy collecting. Cause you know, Darren would want us to keep having these these sorts of conversations. Hundred percent. Couldn't agree more. Well yep. done, guys. Well said. All right. We'll take care of everyone and, and we hope to see you around and we will. Look after yourselves. Yeah. Cheers. And until next time. Good journey. You can find the Toy Power team at all the usual online places. Facebook.com slash Toy Power Podcast at Toy Power Podcast on both Twitter and Instagram or have your say and email us toypowerpodcast at gmail.com subscribe to the show on both iTunes and Stitcher and please leave us a review otherwise we just assume we're awesome